Hey, Matt, does it kind of feel like year one for you all over again, given now that you have two coordinators that you're going through the hiring process and made that decision yourself, plus knowing your season doesn't have to end on Thanksgiving night this year? <laughs> so does it kind of feel like you're starting year one, even though it's technically your third year in yeah, the position? You know, I, th I think uh, there's a lot of uh, energy and confidence in our building for, for a lot of different reasons. Uh, the biggest thing is able to sign 31 players uh, and get back to that 85 number for the first time since 2014. Obviously, the coordinators, I like what we've done with our staff. I think whenever you hire two national coaches of the year as your coordinators, I think it makes a statement. And then, uh, you know, and then the ability to go back to a bowl game. I think, uh, you know, the players, the fans, the energy, it's all there. Just all that excitement building and the feeling of normalcy. You come in here and talk about football and not talk about uh, sanctions or bowl games. I think it's, uh, it's going to be a good year. Coach, to your left here on the front row. Once White's here, Great American Sports Network in Kansas City. Coach, you became the interim head coach at Ole Miss in 2017. Just kind of talk about what this journey's been like for you the last few years coming in here now as uh, your, uh, your second SEC uh, media days is kind of the guy and what the pageantry and what it's like being, you know, embraced by a place like Ole Miss, a very special place in Oxford. No, it is. Ole Miss is, uh, is so special. It's a, it's a unique town. It's, it's a family atmosphere. And uh, so, so the part about, you know, being at Ole Miss or alma mater, it, it definitely is very special. Uh, last night, we came in last night because of the rain, and you drive up to the hotel and you see the big SEC sign and you see all the banners of all the different schools. Yeah, it was a, it was a special moment. And and being a, a coach and a player in this league for for now 19 seasons, uh, I think you 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 have a a healthy respect and you just feel really blessed to be a part of such a such a great conference and all the pageantry that is the SEC. Coach, to your right against the wall. Hey, coach. Hey. Michael Bradford, Center Down South. Matt Corral, I believe he's the only freshman here. You know, aside from his uh, play on the field, what gave you the confidence to bring him to SEC Media Days to represent your program? You know what? I think um, Matt has that competitive fire and that com that competitive nature. He was he was thrust into a leadership role, and the kids rallied around him. And uh, I think he was a great fit this spring with Rich Rod and that edge and that passion that he coaches with. And so he was just a natural fit as a leader because of all those, uh, all those qualities that he has. And I think people and the teammates gravitate to him because of that. Coach, to your left over here, front row. Coach uh, Noah Groninger, Great American Sports Network, Kansas City. Can you talk a little bit about your time, 2017 coaching Berlin Speaks, and now he's with the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Started off in a 3-4 outside linebacker. Now he's moving back inside. Mm -hmm. uh, can you talk about that transition for him, moving back inside, kind of where he's more comfortable? Yeah, you know what? I think uh, one of the things, Breland was a linebacker in high school. and uh, But the thing that made him unique was his versatility. We played him in a lot of different positions, three technique, defensive end. But I do think he'll be more comfortable there. Uh, you know, I really saw him grow not only as a, a player but as a person and uh, was very instrumental in me sitting right here today, uh, the, you know, the type of uh, type of player he was, the way he finished out his career. Coach, to your right against the wall. Coach, obviously Memphis is the first game on your schedule, but the first SEC game is against Arkansas. What do you see in that program and the direction it's going and what Chad Morris has coming into his second year there. Yeah, you know what, I, I got a lot of respect for Chad. Obviously, uh, you know, I think he's doing a, I think he's doing a great job. And as far as as far as our focus, all of our focus has to has to go on Memphis because it's our first game. I think that will be a huge uh, huge game for us, a huge test for us. 
because I think that will be a springboard if we can find a way to get that one done to have a you know a packed stadium in Vault Hemingway in a, in a night game in the, in the first SEC game. Coach, to your left, third row. AJ Spur, ninety point seven WVUA FM, Tuscaloosa. Uh, Coach Corral talked about how being ruled out as a young team or an inexperienced team is a motivator for this uh, 2019 Rebels team. How big of a factor is that and a driving force is that to this 2019 Ole Miss team? Well, I I, I think it's big. I think um, playing with an edge and playing with that that emotion and that chip on your shoulder will be very important for for a young football team. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm excited about the opportunity. There's going to be a lot of new faces but uh, a lot of talented new faces. I think we recruited well, and I'm excited to you know, see that depth really show up, being back at 85 scholarships. Although they're going to be young, I think it'll be fun to watch that competition and those young guys competing. And uh, just really excited about that and the attitude of the football team. Coach on the camera rank. Um, Rashad Snell, Alabama News Network in Montgomery. Right here, Coach. Gotcha. Right here, Coach. Gotcha. Yep. All right. Just talk about the um, transfer of Cavante Ruggs and – how him transfers is going to be a loss to that defense. Yeah, you know what? I thought, uh, you know, Cavante, we obviously wish him the best of luck moving forward. It was just a, it was a situation where, you know, he felt like it was best for him to move on, and we wish him nothing but the best. But he's a tremendous young man and he's got a bright future. Coach, to your left, third row. Hey, Coach. Uh, Jacques Doucet, WAFB-TV. Um, when Ed Ogeron was hired at LSU, there were a lot of people that were kind of doubtful because of his stint at Ole Miss didn't go all that well. Just, I just wanted your thoughts of observing him over the years as a coach, how he's matured, how he's come along now and kind of stabilized his, his position at LSU. Yeah, I, I, had, uh, I was fortunate enough to work uh, on his staff for one year there at Ole Miss and uh, just was very, very impressed with his work ethic and the way that he went about uh, his business and recruiting. But, I, you know, I think, uh, I think as a head coach, you grow. I mean, no different than me. I think, um, you know, experience is the best teacher and it uh, seems like he's started to be himself and not trying to, you know, be, be somebody else but to really be himself. And, I, I, you know, I've, I've been very impressed with that. Coach, to your right. Hey, Coach McKenzie Simon from the Clarion Ledger. Going back to you having such a young team and a bunch of new faces, what's your philosophy coming into this season or a motto you have the guys talking about? You know what? I just think uh, I'm excited about the energy and, and, and the, the, the chip that they're going to play with. I thought on both sides of the ball, you know, on defense, we're, we're installing a 3-4 uh, a defense with Coach McIntyre, but to see them buy in, to see them playing with a chip on their shoulder, a bunch of guys that have played a bunch of football and they're tired of hearing about how bad they are. And to see them grow and, and their confidence grow is really special. And offense, you got a bunch of young, talented guys. And we will be young, but I think this offense is going to be fun to watch. I really like the direction that Rich Rod is taking it with the attitude and the toughness and the edge. So I think uh, although we'll be young, I do think we got some very, very talented players that'll be fun to watch. Coach, to your left, second row. Jordan Campbell, Fox Sports Shows. Obviously, your offense was very explosive. Your defense struggled at times. I know it's a big hire for Mike McIntyre to come in. Was there any hesitation on your part switching to the 3-4? And what's going to be different about that unit that you feel is like going to make an impact this season? 
Well, I, you know, again, I'd worked with Coach McIntyre several years, so I knew about him as a person and knew the type of uh, teacher that he was. And I really, with all that experience coming back, it made it a seamless transition in the spring. In a lot of ways, guys like Kadir Shepard and, and, uh, and Chuck Wiley were able to play out that outside linebacker, and it just seemed like a natural fit. So I, I was really excited to see them kind of take Coach McIntyre's personality and to see those guys be in the right position and their eyes in the right place. And I think you saw, if you watched the spring game, you saw a uh, – and I think you'll see it when we, when we take on the – take the field against Memphis, I think you're going to see a much improved defense. Coach, to your left. Coach, Coach, this season you'll be going on the road to take on both the Alabama schools, both Alabama and Auburn. What do you have to say about how difficult that uh, atmosphere will be for your team to play into? And also what do you have to say about the, the tests that both of those teams will be giving your team? Yeah, absolutely. Anytime you go on the road in the Southeastern Conference, uh, it's obviously a tough challenge. You have to deal with with the crowd noise as well as you're playing against a very, very good good opponent. But uh, it's it's why you sign up in this league. It's what makes this league so uh, different and special is uh, the opportunities to walk into those stadiums. And I think that's why you see the SEC to continue to recruit well is playing in those atmospheres and those environments. That's why you coach and that's why you play. Coach, right here to your – it wasn't that long ago. I'm Brandon Adams from DogNation.com. It wasn't that long ago. The SEC West was sort of seen as way more dominant than the SEC East. Uh, it seems like the last couple of years there's been a little bit more parity in the league. Is that kind of your perception that the balance has kind of been restored, restored I, in the league a little bit? Again, I, and not to you know toot the SEC's horn again, but I think that's what separates us is top to bottom. You know, week in, week out, no matter who you play, I think uh, that there's great teams with great depth, and you have to play your best game to win. And I, you know, regardless of SEC East or SEC West, I think uh, top to bottom, uh, you know, I think this, the conference is, is really strong. Coach, over here to your left, please. AJ Spurn, 90.7 WVUAFM, Tuscaloosa. Uh, Coach, keeping on with the theme of this young team, can you um, talk about the receiving core for this year and what they learned from uh, – elite receivers like DK and AJ from last season? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think um, the the receiving core in particular, you've, it's been a unique perspective to see it get passed on from Dante Moncrief to Laquan Treadwell and Quincy Adeboyjo and Evan Ingram and now to AJ and DK and Lodge. And now they've they've kind of passed the torch on to Elijah and Miles Battle. And you got some freshmen coming in, uh, Jonathan Mingo, Dennis Jackson, you know, Jaden Jackson. We have, we have some very talented young receivers coming in. And it's pretty cool to see an impact that uh, Dante Moncrief, who's not even in the program anymore, he's still having an effect this year just because of the work ethic and the way they've kind of passed that torch down. But uh, just I'm just really excited to see the youth and the, the energy and, and, and the passion and, and those guys competing uh, to try to get on the field. To your right against the wall. Coach, so this is the first season in a few that Ole Miss can actually go to the postseason. And I know you, get, you guys said the right things in the, in the past, but can you sense that your players realize that everything's in front of them for the first time for a couple seasons? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, there, there's a different energy in the building. Um, I think it's, uh, it's very refreshing to come in here and to talk about, you know, being able to try to go back to the postseason. I think that's a, I think that's a huge deal. I think our, our players are excited. I think our fans are excited. And uh, just, just really looking forward to that opportunity. I, I, was, I was fortunate enough to be on a, on a team as a player uh, in 1997 to come off probation and send that senior class to a bowl game. I think uh, just, just seeing the looks on their faces, and, and I, I'm just excited about that challenge and looking forward to it. Rovier to your left. 
Coach, you don't get to play Mizzou very much. It's something like every six, seven years in this current uh, schedule set up. You go to Columbia this year, kind of a different uh, road environment. Just talk about uh, University of Missouri, kind of what uh, Barry Odom has been able to to bring slowly but steadily, building that program back. No, up. I, a, lot, a lot of respect. Uh, you know, Barry and I are the same age and kind of kind of came up in, in in the ranks together. He's another guy that's coaching his alma mater and and, and building a really really good hard nosed program. Got a lot of respect for Barry and look, been looking forward to coming. It'd be my first time. Um, one of the few schools would be my first time playing there. But excited. I think our fans will be excited to travel there and see it. Your left camera back. Coach Justin McNelly with WTVY in Dothan, Alabama. Uh, guy on your team, Katie Hill from our area. You follow. What have you seen out of his progression under your program? I tell you what, KD is. Uh He's a tremendous uh, worker. He's a great young man and a great kid. So able to redshirt last year and get that, uh, you know, gain, gain a little bit of weight. And I think he did a really good job in this three-four system, fitting in. And he's got a little bit of. Uh, Flexibility. He can play the four eye or the nose, and I think he'll provide some quality depth for us this year. To your right, Coach Third Row. Talking about the Memphis game, with might have been a couple fifth year guys who were on that 2015 team that went up there. But yeah. can you use that as a message, especially with a non-SEC, non-Power Five opponent saying, "Hey guys, I took a Sugar Bowl team that won the Sugar Bowl up there, and we got popped pretty good." Does that right. resonate, or when you haven't played a game in nine months, do they not care if it's well, I, I think, or a JV I, team? Yeah, I think they're going to have a uh, a lot of respect for Memphis and what they've been able to accomplish and what Coach Norvell has done there. So they're they're a good football team. We can't really worry about. 2015, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll have our, our full attention. And, uh, again, that, that'll be a huge game for us. We're a young football team, but going in there and getting off to a good start, I think, is, is very important to our season. Two questions. First one over here to your left. Coach, you obviously have new offensive coordinator, a new starting quarterback, and you lose a lot off your offense mm -hmm. from last season. How do you keep yourself or your offense from taking a step back this year? Well, you know what, I think um, – I think having that attitude and that edge, we talked a little bit about sometimes it's not about uh, the 11 best, it's the best 11, about guys coming together and playing together. And uh, I thought I was most impressed with Rich uh, this spring was his ability to get the most out of those guys, even though they were young, the way they played with an edge and they played with a toughness and a swagger. And I think that will be important for a young offense moving forward. Final question to your left. Coach, with a guy like Braylon Sanders to help out a young quarterback, just what what can his kind of um, experience and leadership do for to, to adjust this new era of Ole Miss football? Uh, I think it's big. There there are there are some guys on this offense that have played a bunch of football, you know, and Elijah Moore and Braylon Sanders are a couple of those receivers that that stand out. And having having that experience is huge. You know, he's been in big games before, and I think uh, him developing that rapport with Matt Corral not only over the spring practice but also this summer has been huge. 